Brad is going to be talking Vega reviews. We are going to talk tiptoe around what we know about Coffee Lake. I think eighth gen. I don't know. And then we're going to be talking about a Threadripper build. We will be doing live tomorrow, tomorrow, and taking your questions. Uh, Adam is at a wedding. Dan Masoka is here in his place, in his stead, as they like to say. I don't know why. Uh, I don't know why they just can't say instead. Is instead it's contraction in for in his stead? Okay, we're gonna we're gonna stop wasting your time right now. Get this started right now. Ready? Okay. Wait. Okay, well that works too. <laughs> That's cool. Ooh, look, she's working out the computer. Explain his name. That is cool. How did he do that graphic? There's my canteen. Where's my canteen? What's going on? Is it the intro? <laughs> yeah, that was the intro. Welcome to the Full Nerd episode 30, recorded on August 28, 2017. We're rusty here. I've been in Oregon watching the eclipse. Brad is sicker than a dog. I'm Gordon Maung. Brad Charkas, co-host. <laughs> Ooh, my laptop just turned off. Elena Yee. Hi, everybody. And controlling the vertical and horizontal and Facebook and YouTube is Dan Masoka, who's filling in for Adam, who's at a wedding. Oh, he's not going to say anything. No, no. just the silent oh, yeah. guy in the just background. Silent. Can't yeah. put him on the spot like that. Can't. Oh, okay. Yeah, we see, do that. He wasn't even looking at the I, camera. You know, he's just like, hey, everybody, I got to get back to work. It's tough to push buttons and talk at the same time. Dan, you're like uh, you're like the air traffic controller. Like that. That's like I think there's an airport movie where like, who's that? That old big dude. He'd walk in and everybody in the control room had like passed out and he had to take over. You're like that. You're taking over the control room. Okay, he's not been entertained by this. He's just like, I'm, I got trying, I, I I'm focus, trying to land these you know, planes gotta, here. <laughs> he's doing work, Gordon. You know how to 747 heavy? Taxi 478. Can't have people land on the wrong wrong runway. No, can't have that. Okay, but okay, we are going to get into this. Brad, of course, who is sick as a dog. He's got the big news on Vegas. <laughs> he's got to talk the most. Sorry, Brad. <laughs> Brad, hey, are we? So I, I, I got to admit, I've been, I've been off the grid for a week and a half now. So I feel like... Vega, immense letdown. Can you even get the damn things? Vega 64, <laughs> which came out on the 14th, is it trades blows with the GTX 1080, uh, but it uses a ton more power. The reference cooler is incredibly loud, it gets super hot. The only real reason to buy that card is if you already have like a super swanky FreeSync monitor. Like if you already have a FreeSync monitor that you spent like six or seven hundred bucks on, you're going to want FreeSync. Get it over the 1080. Uh, <clears throat> Vega 56, the cutdown version, is a lot more compelling, and that actually just hit the streets today, at least theoretically, because I made sure I was at my desk early for when the uh, retail availability hit at 9 a.m. Eastern. And the interesting part is that uh, AMD wouldn't actually say when retail availability would hit. I asked them about it this weekend. They wouldn't tell me. But uh, they did launch at 9, and I never even saw it available. Like, the second that <laughs> so it, it just went straight out of stock? Yep, immediately out of stock. Three different models. <clears throat> four different models in the U.S. There was a XFX stock version, 399 at Newegg and Amazon. Best Buy was selling it for four ninety nine, so a hundred dollar markup. Uh, there was also a three ninety nine Sapphire card, and you couldn't buy any of them realistically. There are people I was looking at the forums after. People did manage to get some, but like one person added, saw it immediately, added it to his cart, and the sale didn't even go through. Like they were out of stock that fast. Sheesh. 
But hang on. You said four ninety nine? Who's gonna buy that card at four ninety nine? Nobody should if you're a gamer. Uh, because these card, this card is a little bit faster than a GTX 1070, which is pretty good, right? I mean, it uses a little bit more power. Uh, not an outrageous amount, so 60 watts, which is a lot. But after looking at Vega 64, it's like, eh, 60 watts ain't that bad. Uh, How much? What's up, Gord? I, I, I saw 64. I, I, I just want to... So, I mean, I, with the messaging we've known for weeks, they said it would trade blows. Roughly on par, so it's like a good... 1440p gaming card, right? 1440 very high to ultra on 64. Um, I would I would call it just like I call the 1080. It's a very good for like the ultimate 1440 gaming okay. card. If you want to hit high refresh rates, that's good. Uh, it also work with uh, 4K if you have a sync monitor. So if you have free sync, you know if you can hit 40 to 60 with free sync, it'd be pretty all right. But but how much more that, power? Oh man. Uh, like 30 to 30%. No, over. I didn't actually pull that up oh. because I, I am uh, sick. bad He's sick. at planning. That's what I know. We're not ready at all. Brad is sick. I'm, I'm in I got you. The eclipse. So, Elena, uh, look we're, uh, we're talking about 1080 versus 64, right? Yeah. Yeah. So let's see. Uh, under load, uh, 1080 was drawing 241. The Vega 64 is drawing 347. Oh. Yes. At idle, they're closer. So idle, uh, 1080 was drawing 66.4, and the 64 was drawing 60.3. But it was also loud, too, right? That was the other. The reference coolers. The, the blower coolers are obnoxiously loud. I haven't heard anything like it since the 290, 290X era. Yes. They really cranked these things. They obviously really cranked this GPU to be able to hit 1070 and 1080 level performance. That's why you're seeing such crazy power in the fans. I am shocked that they didn't consider going to a dual fan solution with these. Yeah. Because they're just obnoxiously loud. And the uh, I, I flat out don't recommend the liquid cooled Vega 64. Uh, we ended up giving it a star and a half. It's gorgeous. It's the first card ever that I had sitting in my desk and my wife was walking by and she stopped in her tracks and says, what is that? That's gorgeous. It's that beautiful. But it still only gives you roughly 1080 level performance, but it uses even more power and it has liquid cooling, <laughs> but it. Even though it has, go ahead, Eleni. I think you just read the power. Four hundred and two. That's the whole system. That's the whole system. To be fair. Yes, but but <laughs> that's an additional what? That's more than fifty watts more. Like, is, uh, so it's fifty-five. Just, yeah. Are they not getting the clocks out of the water? I mean, or is it just so? What is the water doing there? Is it just simply the water does give you a performance boost? It depends on the game. Some games you don't see much, but some games you could see up to about ten percent more performance, maybe. But the problem is they're selling it as part of those Radeon packs where you have to get the free games that you pay $100 for uh, and coupons for some other stuff. So this thing costs 700 bucks, And Ooh. in that price range, just get a GTX 1080 Ti because it is head and shoulders faster than this thing for the same price. On air, too. Um, on air. But, yeah, that's the interesting thing because this thing uses so much – generates so much heat – that it actually we saw temperatures on the water cooled version go up to 60 degrees, which doesn't sound like much. But usually water cooled graphics cards are more 50 to 55. Uh, and I was using it against uh, I think it's seven hundred and twenty dollar. The ponies GT 
GTX 1080 Ti accelerator card, which is a triple fan card, uh, GTX 1080 Ti, and that only got 66 degree temperature. So it's only a six degree difference between similarly priced GTX 1080 Ti with the triple can pollution and the liquid cooled Vega 64. So even the cooling advantage isn't really there. And my version had a nasty coil line, so it wasn't much quieter either. Yeah. So. Your 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 1080 Ti or your 64 water? My liquid cooled Vega oh. 64. Whenever I was on desktops or in menus, it was buzzing. Oh, great! <laughs> so that doesn't sound but, too great. No, that that card in particular, we flat out didn't recommend. Vega 64, like I said, if you have a FreeSync monitor, I mean, you might want to if you want to trade power efficiency for FreeSync, you could do so. Um, one of the things that I'm interested about about that I find most interesting about that is that these cards are appear to be in very, very limited stock. So they're selling for like the cheapest you can find them these days for the air cooled version is $700, which is $200 more than what MSRP is. It's the same as a GTX 1080 Ti. Uh, So that completely blows away the free sync value proposition, unless you want to wait. But Vega 56 is much more interesting. It's a little bit faster than the GTX 1070. That's the card that came out today, the 56. <clears throat> it uses more power. It still is hot as hell, but uh, or loud as hell, not hot as hell. Pardon me. It actually ran decently cool. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, <clears throat> pardon me. But yeah, that one holds up pretty well. The it's uh, sold out in minutes, like I said, so that you can't actually find it. So we'll have to see how soon stock gets back in on that. Is is that just because AMD basically stocked, <laughs> you know, five of those at Newegg and five at Amazon? Or is this, I know we can't really tell, but or is it just the miners ruining the fun asked, for Vega? I've asked questions. They don't want to talk too much about volumes. I've asked couple times about overall volume as well as what they're allocating to radeon packs versus standalone cards right they won't get into details my gut says there won't be very many of these at least initially because they're using hbm2 which is very expensive very supply limited they're using these massive 500 millimeter dies uh, which is huge. The GTX 1080s is 314 millimeter, so they get a lot fewer dies per wafer or whatever. So it's a very expensive card to make. And there have been rumors, unconfirmed, don't know, just saying there have been rumors that AMD might actually be losing money with these, in which case a $400 Vega 56 is basically the same you know, package as what you find in 64, just a little bit cut down with some missed things. So. Right. I wouldn't be surprised if there doesn't wind up being many 56s out there. This sounds like Fury X all over again. I mean, I mean, did that ever get better? I mean, Fury X, that was just... Yeah. Nobody had those. Fury, Fury X got better maybe three months after launch. They were in very short supply as well. Uh, a big difference there is that the Fury X actually competed with the 980 Ti. They were pretty neck and neck in a lot of systems. But uh, liquid cooled and, and power hungry too, right? Yep, yep, just like this. Uh, <clears throat> this is competing with Intel's second best card and third best card, Nvidia. not one and two. I'm, yeah, I'm correcting Nvidia. it before somebody puts a comment. You, hey, Brad, you can't tell the difference in Intel? Yeah, I'll blame the meds. Yeah. Uh, 
So yeah, it's a little bit different. It's not. It's interesting to me because start at the very beginning of the year at CES, AMD put out that Drummer Boy video where it makes some noise and stuff, and it had that little quick flash that says "Poor Volta." It's supposed to say "Poor Voltage," right? And it covered it up, so it said "Poor Volta." So they were taking shots at Nvidia's next gen things all the way back in January. So people have been getting so hyped for it. And I think it's uh, really interesting that they didn't manage to come anywhere near the 1080 Ti. How's your reaction been among the fan base? Is it, I mean, anger, disappointment? Anger. Mixed. (laughs) Definitely see some (laughs) anger. There was some anger. Yes, there definitely was some anger about how long people have had to wait versus what came out at the end. But on the flip side, a lot of people are really, really happy, too. Because a lot of people have invested in FreeSync monitors over the past couple of years. And these cards do compete performance-wise with the GTX 1080 and 1070. Yeah. So they have cards to use with those FreeSync monitors now. So You have an option, at least. I mean, right? Yeah. Well, (laughs) except you can't get the things. Except that, you know, at least you got something to feed your FreeSync panel. So. The thing is that the prices that they're selling for today, you always expect shortages when graphics cards, when processors, when new things launch. You expect that. But GTX 1080 is actually selling for around its MSRP now because some of the mining demand has let up. Maybe NVIDIA's put oh. more volume into the channel, whatever. But you can actually get 580s or 1080s, pardon me, with custom cooling solutions for between 500 and 520 bucks. So... <laughs> With the prices that these cards are selling at with the Radeon packs, with the inflated prices, if you're going to spend $500 on a Vega 56, probably don't. Just get a GTX 1080 instead. You might as well move up that next level of performance. Yeah. And likewise, <clears throat> Vega 64 is supposed to be 500 bucks, but they're selling for 700 bucks. At that point, it's like pushing people towards NVIDIA. You either actually spend 500 bucks on a GTX 1080, or you might as well, if you're going to spend 700 bucks anyway, get a GTX 1080 Ti. Yeah, so. you know, and I will say this, it, there was unfounded, there were, you know, people were whispering at the AMD event, uh, event I was at, and they were saying, yeah, they they feel they fully expect NVIDIA to push out more volume to lower prices and... And it looks like that may have happened, or at least interesting that the 1080 is now so cheap again, or more affordable mm-hmm. anyway. I mean, it was 500 bucks at one point, right, for a, a reference card. Uh, the GTX 1080s were selling up around, starting around 580, or yeah, 580, 600 bucks. These days, GTX 1070 are still 450 plus. Yeah. In which case, you really can't buy anything in that tier. You can't. The Vega 56 dried up immediately, which is disappointing. I was hoping there's going to be more stock. Uh, the GTX 1070 for 450 bucks again. You might as well get a GTX 1080 out of this. I have a feeling that Nvidia and its partners might be selling a whole lot of GTX 1080s right now. Do you, Do you think uh, has there been any word on how well the card mines? I mean, because there were rumors that it was supposed to be a monster for mining, and I'm I'm guessing <laughs> that could be feeding us. Has anybody done any conclusive tests with it yet? For, it's for mining? it's not great. It's not great. It's a little bit better than a 580, but it uses scads more power, so it's not great. The amusing the something that uh, angered a lot of people in the online and the various forums, communities, and whatnot, is that the whole reason these Radeon packs were introduced. So these Radeon packs, you spend the extra 100 bucks, you get two games, you get coupons on different stuff. 
was ostensibly what AMD said was to combat miners. So miners have to pay more, which I never understood the logic, but whatever. Uh, but a lot of people got mad because three or four days after Vega 64's launch, AMD released a beta driver that greatly improved mining performance. <laughs> what? So so people felt that were mixed messaging was going on there and were not very happy about it. How much did it improve the mining performance? Is it I'm not sure. It, okay. I'm not sure. That's... Huh. I was on vacation when that came out, so I was just looking at things on Twitter while I was hanging out at a beach. Be like, oh, that's interesting. Back to ignoring it. I Yeah, that's, I don't understand why they would come out afterwards. It's almost as like they're saying, um, yeah, we're getting beat up on for gaming and the pricing, so why don't we make it appealing to, to miners? Or they have to actually address the customers who manage to get the cards. Oh, for I the mean, miners? Gonna, there is a lot of pent-up demand from gamers for this. But, I mean, miners are a sizable part of AMD's customer base. And as much as gamers hate it, I mean, you got to cater to who you're selling your cards to. Right. So. So the miners are unhappy because they have to buy the packs now, I guess, to get the card? Is that what the... Are, are they actually unhappy? Because I think they're just busy mining and making money. Yeah, to me, it's like it's 100 bucks. Who cares? You know, it's so. not, this yeah. Vega's not great for mining still, no matter yeah. what. Even I with think the... It's a mix, yeah. I think it's a mixture of... Maybe some miners, but more, I have a feeling there's limited stock and a lot of people who have been waiting to upgrade from like the 390 or the 290 and limited stock. Wow. Uh, okay. Well, there's some kind of questions on drivers. Um, okay. Well, when do you think AMD's drivers will catch up? And then do you have any thoughts on the Linux kind of open source drivers? I didn't hear the first part of that. I heard the Linux part. Um, the first question was, when do you think AMD drivers will catch up? Um, I think AMD's driver situation in general is pretty competitive these days, actually. <coughs> Since uh, they formed the RTG group a couple years ago with Roger Kaduri that said they've made software a big focus. And I think they are a lot better than they used to be. They release a lot of day one drivers. They just today released a driver that improved performance in PUBG by up to 18%, uh, player unknowns Battlegrounds, and for the Destiny 2 beta, which starts today. So I think they're pretty much there. I think uh, these Vega drivers are awfully messy. Uh, when the, when it shipped, there were issues. Uh, you couldn't like overclock or undervolt it very well. The drivers wouldn't work well with it. Um, Crossfire, as far as I know, is still not supported with these cards, even though it's been two weeks since Vega 64 launched. So it seems like they're catching up an awful lot there for Vega specifically. But in general, I think, uh, (coughs) pardon me, I think they do all right with drivers these days, essentially is what I'm saying. Uh, Linux, I don't know an awful lot about Linux drivers. I can't talk very knowledgeably about that. Right. I don't know who's ahead these days, but I know people like AMD's new unified driver. Uh, I know that traditionally NVIDIA's drivers offered better performance within a black box, which, you know, people who like Linux don't necessarily like. Uh, but getting into performance, I don't test very often in Linux. Is there, it just sounds like there's just so much. Uh, I mean, the 56 <laughs> is that a good, relatively good part to have. 
but you yeah, just it's can't. a good card. I gave it four stars actually in our review. You just you just can't get if it. You can get it. That's the thing. And if you can get it at that four hundred dollar price. So going back to when I latched on to you saying that Best Buy was selling it for five hundred, that just seems ludicrous to me because as we've just covered extensively, at five hundred dollars, you would just go with a ten eighty. Yeah, it's funny because I thought it could have been one of those Radeon packs because they're a hundred dollars more. Right, but it wasn't. You don't get the free games. So weird. There's none of the coupons. They're just like, yeah, we're going to get $500 for this. And they're sold out. So. Wow. (laughs) So, uh, you know, I I remember right after the launch, there there were all these stories saying uh, AMD lied. They said the card was going to be $499. It's actually $599 for the card. Yep. Yeah. Is that. I mean, what what did ever. I mean, and clearly people were. A whole lot of very messy back end he said she said kind of deals uh who knows what actually happened there uh there are different ways to look at all the different things that retailers are saying versus amd's leaks are saying etc etc what matters at the end of the day is you did my whole screen just shook yeah i just Uh, (laughs) i hit it with my elbow i'm so angry i can't get my big 64 for less than uh, it's how much you can pay for it, right? And right now you can't even pay for it. So it's a real shame. It's, just, it's a real shame. It's a, it was it was the same when uh, GTX 1080 came out. I mean, oh, you couldn't get those for a while for anywhere near street price. I know, but just yeah. if if your gut is saying that you don't think there's going to be a lot of stock, and it might be a while before we see it, and who knows, this could be another Fury X uh, reenacted. Yeah. I think that's just a shame because there have been so many fans who have been holding out and really putting a lot of like heart and soul into waiting for Vega, and it just seems like a damn shame. The, they have to just kind of wait more when it's like so close and yet so far. Yeah. I generally don't think people should tie themselves to brand tie their, their, it's really, these are just products. They're, they're making profits. I don't even necessarily mean someone who's like a true, like profound fan. I'm talking about someone who invested in the ecosystem. They have that really nice free sync monitor, right? Like, sure. We can tell them, go ahead, get the $500, 10 ATI, but now they don't get the adaptive refresh rate. And so yep. if they wanted to reinvest in that ecosystem, they're going to have to shell out a hell of a lot more for a G-Sync monitor. You know what I mean? So it kind of puts that person in a rough spot. Yeah. I I'm- love FreeSync and G-Sync, but it makes me so sad at the same time. Because it does lock you in and you keep a monitor for five, ten years. Yeah. So it's a bummer. <laughs> yeah, you don't yeah. replace a monitor really that often. I'm going to imagine NVIDIA is like, well, hey, boss, we need to support FreeSync yet? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not worry about that now. It's actually AMD that they don't. Can you imagine if in the wake of all this, NVIDIA said, hey, we'll support FreeSync now. And then that's the one compelling Ooh. reason to buy a Vega 64. Yeah, but I think at, at the volumes the card is available at right now, it's better for NVIDIA to feed the the, yep. the, the G-Sync infrastructure. Why? Because it's like, yeah, whatever. What are you going to do? Go buy go, go buy Matrox card? You, you got to buy our stuff or what? So. <laughs> Yeah, that I does. actually did. Uh, I did a bit of a big article right before Vegas launch comparing everything about FreeSync and G-Sync, and there actually are some pretty key differences. So if anybody's interested in that, be sure to go check it out on PC World because it's pretty long. It's like two thousand words or something this long. Yeah, you know what I'm actually interested in is yeah, you're not going to get the adaptive sync, but if you have a high refresh FreeSync panel, you can still hit 120. So that's still a plus, assuming you get a high refresh. You know. FreeSync panel, which is 
It's better than a poke in the eye, right? So. And to be honest, once you get up to 120 plus, if you can feed it reasonably well, then you're not going to notice tearing that much anyway because it's refreshing so fast. Right. And everything is just super smooth. So, yeah, that I, I really need to try that just because we have a, a pretty high refresh free sync panel here, I think. I should try that with a 1080 ETI and see how whether it sucks or not over. I mean, clearly G, G-Sync would be better with the because it would sync up. But, hey, 120 is still pretty nice. I've never mm-hmm. seen 120 not sync, though. So, hmm. Well, I got to give that a shot. Oh, boy. That must be. So, uh, what do I. So, what kind of controversy? One thing I, I wonder is the silver versus black edition. Has that made any difference? Does it just. Like. Because you have They're the cool aluminum. That didn't make any. The aluminum looks cool as hell. I didn't get an aluminum air cooled one. I only got. And the 64. Oh. Yeah, 64. I got them right here. This is actually the 64. Brad, don't you people know that's in your house. You made yourself a target. They're going to be like, this guy's got three of them. He's got a liquid cooled one. That's that's why we waited to talk about this till after I was back from vacation. Yes. So you need so. to sleep with that in in bed. With, oh, 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 I got three Radeon cards. So, yeah, I didn't get the silver one. I assume it would be largely the same. It just is very, very pretty. But it's also selling for extra money now. So if you can even find it still, I think they might have been sold out completely. Okay. Hmm. So, well, this all seems like we've done this before for some reason. I. History <laughs> repeats itself. Okay. Any uh, Vega questions? Vega review? Kind of just a. Is there just like one big long sigh there, Dan? It's like everybody's like. <sighs> Well, people are going back and forth on the open source conversation, and then there's a couple threats on Brad. Uh, You know, he might have some guests showing up on his door. You mean because they know he's got all the cards? This guy's Brad. He's got all the cards. Yes, that's that's the only card I have actually. You need to have the cage up at Falcon. So up at Falcon, they have like all the parts in a big giant cage, like at Costco. You know, all the for the important stuff. We went in there to look around. Brad, you need that for all the video cards you have. (laughs) Do you I have like the, an, they sent the uh, oh, can you see that on the monitor? I don't know. Yeah, they yeah. sent yep. uh, the reviewers uh, a dead version of the GPU too. So that's what the GPU looks like. It's the great big die and the two little stacks are the HBM2 memory. So whereas on traditional graphics card, it just has the big die and then you have all the memory trips all the way around it. So they save a lot of space with this too inside of cards. I, Although with Vega, they yeah. had to have a big PCB to have a big fan. <laughs> yeah, I saw something on Gamers Nexus where he had a theory that the HBM2 and the Interposer was adding something like 80 bucks to the price of the card or 50 bucks. It was incredibly high. It was not it was not pretty. I mean, for somebody no. trying to be competitive with a competing NVIDIA part, it just seems like I'm surprised they didn't think, well, maybe we do need a GDDR5X version or GDDR5 even, you know, just. Well, I mean, you don't you can't just say, hey. We're going to make Vega with GDDR5 now. I mean, that you have to right, redo the, the whole PCB, right. change the memory controller. There's all kinds of technical difficulties to go into that. But NVIDIA did that, right? Because Titan, well, Titan, well, whatever the, the Volt, whatever the Quadra, I can't remember the Teslas, those are HBM2. Uh, and then essentially the same die is reused down in a Titan XP as with GDDR5X, right? They sort of like, do they have two memory controllers? I forget what the conversation NVIDIA makes a lot more money than AMD. Yeah. And so the, what they do is they create different GPUs for each segment of the market. 
So yes, they do make different versions. Whereas uh, AMD has to use this in everything. And while we're sitting here poo-pooing the gaming performance, this actually holds up pretty well in compute tasks. So I think what happened, in my opinion, I've been guessing this might happen ever since I heard about the high bend with cache controller and CES in January, is that this GPU was primarily designed to get AMD a foothold in that machine learning in the data center space. And that's where the thrust of the development is. So... And that's what they're doing with like the Vega Founder Edition, Radiant Instinct, all the other ones that use this exact same chip. So, yeah, and there's just, just a ton it doesn't of money hold up for gaming. So, or it does hold up for gaming, but it's hot and loud. Yeah, and you can't get it. So, yeah, and you can't get it. I'm sure you'll be able to get the compute version for I don't know x amount of thousands of dollars. One interesting thing, actually, is I haven't had much chance to play with it myself. But you just mentioned uh, Steve at Gamers Nexus. He's done a bunch of undervolting tests, which is where you can still overclock it, but you reduce the voltage draw to the chip. And he found, in his samples at least, uh, you could get a lot more performance with a lot less power usage undervolting it. So if you do wind up with one of these, that might be something you want to look into. Uh, I'm, if you go look up on Google how to undervolt your graphics card, you'll right. find tutorials. But I'm just wondering and, why. But why would. I mean, why would in why would AMD you know pump so much voltage into it if they didn't need it? Is he getting more? So he's undervolting it, and he's well, getting more performance. Well, you can overclock it at the same oh, time. Oh, okay, got it. Uh, they need these are big expensive dies. These are big expensive chips. They need as many of them as possible to be good. <laughs> so if you overvolt it and say, "Hey, we can get to this level of performance with this voltage," then twenty percent more of these chips will be good at this voltage then you do that. <laughs> yeah, so. but I would think they would just bin it out and say, you know, we've made these high-end cards, or this this one requires this much voltage, and, you know, they can just sort of let different AIBs, add-in board vendors, build different versions of it. I'm I would, actually looking very interested for AIB versions, because I think uh, get a good cooler on this, it might be very interesting to see how it reacts, because the liquid-cooled version does have a sizable increase in clock speeds and you know less thermal th throttling so I'm very curious to see what happens when custom versions do indeed come along okay so vegas 64 what was the final verdict and stars on that one that was uh average average if if, the, if you want free if you have free sync uh consider it if you don't mind the noise and the power draw if you do mind the noise and the power draw get a gtx 1080 and this is 56, better, four and a half stars, I think you gave that one. It was four. 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 Okay. It's four for the 56, and then the uh, air-cooled 64 was a three and a half star. Yep. And liquid yeah. was 1.5. Liquid 5. is 1.5. 56 is definitely the one to get if you're going to get one, if you can find one. Uh, it's a little bit faster than GTX 1070, which itself was faster than last generation's 980 Ti Titan X. So it, it still, you know, does a good job. Uh, and it doesn't use a crazy amount of power. So GT, the uh, Vega 56 is definitely the star of the show. Definitely don't get the liquid-cooled version. Yeah. Yeah, it makes you wonder why why bother with that one. So, hmm. Okay. Well, all right. My least favorite part, just to nitpick about the liquid-cooled version, is on the Fury X, 
the two the tubing came out the rear of the card and was enough to get it so you could put the radiator in the back of your case. Yeah. For Vega sixty four, it comes out right on the front edge of your card, right beyond the I.O. panel. And they're super duper massively long. Uh. So when you put the radiator right above it, right where it comes out. You just have this massive clump of cables cluttering up your case. Oh. And I'm kind of OCD about that stuff, so I didn't like it. Okay. But it does light up. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's very pretty. That's the pretty part. Okay. Flashing all lights right. distract you from all the Medusa nest of cables. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, that's fake. <laughs> <laughs> the wait is over. The wait is over and... It turns out the entire warehouse full of drums, there were only five of them. So, like, the other ones were not, yeah. The, the weight is... <laughs> Make some noise! What, there's just five in the band? Where, where's the rest of the band? Yeah, that's... Is the weight really over, though, if you couldn't get one? I'm just going to put that out there. Yeah. It's like, the whole question. Well, now we know. I mean, for God, it was just forever. Like, is it going to be no, faster I, than 1080? Is it going to be slower than meant. 1080? I'm just is saying. It's going to cost more. It's going to cost less. So, I mean, that that part is, yeah, we know. I think I think the wait is over because looking at, like, Amazon most sold items and stuff, shortly after Vega 64 launched, there are an awful lot of GTX 1080s. Oh. <laughs> the Rams. oh. It's just painful. Yeah. And I'm going to note, I am wearing a red shirt. Somebody's wearing green <laughs> shirts today, it's not Lena even, and Brad. Well, it wasn't even coordinated. You can't, you can't even see uh-huh. it on camera, but mine is a Super Mario shirt. Yeah, and green. It's a, it's a one-up shirt. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you can't see it, though. Well, you got a Super Luigi shirt then, right? Because Mario's red, if I remember right. Right? So you got the Super Luigi. Yeah. Man, that just sucks for Luigi if you think about that. Oh, oh a second fiddle. Oh, a second It's fiddle. always like nobody even knows his name. It's all about Mario. Mario this, Mario that. What about Luigi? Well, Luigi's doing half the there work. There's Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but still, it's probably about Mario, right? Did they ever get like Super Luigi game? Well, Luigi was the star, I think, in the, the Haunted Mansion one. I just don't remember that one. I don't Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, I didn't play that one. Yeah, because nobody did because there's no Mario. <laughs> oh, man, that just sucked. Oh, the cool kids are playing Pokemon anyway. Just saying. This is like super, Luigi's is like, oh, man, he needs, to, he needs to get off the Cavaliers. I'm sick of it. <laughs> I'm sick of it. Whenever we win, it's all about Mario. When we lose, it's Luigi's fault. I'm gone. I'm going to Boston. Sorry, that's a basketball. <laughs> Kyrie, forget it. Still bitter, huh? <laughs> no, because I'm I'm a Warriors fan. So <laughs> bitter for Cavaliers fans. All right, we're going to move on to Co- Coffee Lake. I think Maybe. there's more. Are we? Maybe. Well, eighth gen. Eighth we're gen. It's officially Dan's gonna eighth move, gen. Move this over, and someone's going to explain it. Someone's going to explain it to me without breaking uh, any embargo information here. Oh boy! <laughs> Can you do that? I because I don't actually understand it. I sort of assume okay. Coffee Lake was eighth gen. So, all right. So, when everyone was busy with the eclipse, yeah. Intel makes the announcement, and it's it's kind of convoluted. So, eighth gen is now going to encompass two different processes and three different architectures. Three? Yeah. So because they're the doing... Extreme Edition chip motherboards were not confusing enough. Ah, uh, yes. So <laughs> what they talked about on the Eclipse Day, so uh, August 21st, they started talking about the mobile chips first. And those are KB Lake, refreshed. 
they are still considered KB Lake.、Mm. They're putting two more cores in their U line. So now you have a four core mobile chip that's、big、running、deal. at 15 watts. That's a big deal. It big is deal. because these are not going to be four core. No. What? No, I said nope. Yep. You were saying, yeah, these are not going to be. Yeah. Okay. I was like, no, like contradicting. No,、okay. I'm green. Sorry.、Um, so that was the big announcement for that. Um, and then they didn't say anything about desktop parts. They kept saying to us that they're going to talk about that later. They're just going to say it's, they just said it's fall. But as far as we know, it's that we're going to have KB Lake Refresh. We're going to have Coffee Lake. Those are both 14 nanometer processes. And then we're going to have Cannon Lake. Coffee Lake is desktop version. As far as we know. Theoretically. Theoretically. Nothing confirmed. They wouldn't、okay. confirm anything. Except. Brad and some really eagle eyed people on the internet spotted something last week that we'll talk about in just a second. But just to finish this overview, then we have Cannon Lake, which is 10 nanometer, coming, I think, supposedly next year, maybe spring, don't know, who knows. Yeah. But I can't, I mean, given previous timing other years, I can't imagine it'll be late in 2018. So. That's, that's the overview of 8th gen. It's really convoluted. And they, they don't really mind that.、They're, they were kind of touting it as it's all just about performance. Your mainstream buyer doesn't really care what's what. It just has to do what they want it to do, which is, which is true. Like, you know, all of our relatives who walk into Best Buy and just buy something off the shelf typically don't. Care if this is KB Lake or Sky Lake or whatever. No.、Um, but for those of us who followed this space, oh boy, did it just get confusing and complicated. So you mean the eighth They, gen means nothing now, basically? Pretty much. And the interesting, doubly interesting part to me is that Gordon wrote a great article about it before, about how for Intel's core parts, the generations were actually signified by the GPU. Being an upgrade. And it doesn't look like this is a GPU upgrade whatsoever. No.、Um, it looks to be using the same GPU as KB Lake. KB Lake so, has not changed. Yeah. So the, the media engine is the same. There's no change to the GPU,、uh, the, the integrated 630, graphics module. 630, HD 630. Yeah. So they're still、yeah. doing the HD 600、uh, line for these new refresh chips. They've only just added the second two cores and、uh, boosted the、uh, turbo speeds on it a little bit. So,、uh, so it used to always be based off GPU upgrades. It's not. Now they're just like, hey, we're just going to randomly announce eighth gen parts. And they used to have core CPU core chips tied into the marketing as well. Now it's not. They're just like, we're going to have eighth gen chips. They don't have eighth gen GPU architecture. There's actually three different chips that you might get. <laughs> If you buy the h n part. So, Brad, do you want to cover the bit that you、uh, wrote about last week about the supposed, you know, coming desktop parts? Yes. So, like she was saying,、uh, Mark, and it, I think it might have been you, were talking to Intel before this launched, and Intel wouldn't say anything about desktop parts. No, they would not.、Uh, but the morning that these KB Lake refresh laptop parts were announced, Intel refreshed the Core i5 and Core i7 pages with the new packaging on their website, but they used the desktop packaging. And if you looked at it, it confirmed six cores for desktop Core i5,、uh, six cores in hyper threading for desktop Core i7, and you will need a new motherboard. So, all the juicy rumors that、uh, everyone's been talking about, Intel confirmed itself accidentally that morning. 
uh, after we started <laughs> writing about it, they they took it down. <laughs> Do you, but you have an image, a screen cap to prove it, I guess? Yeah, it's yeah. in the article. Of course. Okay. Of course. <laughs> and this they isn't actually, my first day on the job. <laughs> they actually tweeted his article link for a little bit, didn't they? They yeah. when I when I t- tweeted it they liked it. Okay, <laughs> that's I think that's what's called a controlled leak. I think. Yeah, right. yeah, that's called a controlled leak because everyone keeps asking them about it. I think so. And they won't say. <clears throat> well, I mean, it's clear we know a six core part is coming on desktop, right? Because I yeah. mean, right? Because I mean, uh, what about a month ago they basically. You know, all the board vendors were, were complaining that, yeah, Z270, who the hell wants a Z270 now? It's all about the Z370, so. For Coffee Lake, since you need a new motherboard, which we, we talked about it here, which is, it just sucks, so. Um, it's going to be really interesting to see how 6-core Core i7 parts will stack up against Ryzen's 6-core yeah. parts. Uh, yeah, I got to say, I mean, because of the leaked, now, I did see clock speeds, right? There were some leaked clock speeds they were saying, like, single-threaded, single-thread, probably light, light thread. It's probably not really fair to say light thread loads on this thing might be, like, up at 4, 5, 4, 7. Really? That high? So, this thing is going to cook, I think, for most applications. That was base clock speed or turbo? No, that's turbo, tur- you know, just on turbo. But, you know, again, you know, their turbo speeds, It's they say single core, but a lot, a lot, it's just like with Skylake X. A lot of times it's it's just cooking. It really depends on how hot the chip is getting and how much power it's getting, whether it can hold that clock speed or not. And often, oftentimes they are just, especially on a desktop, because you have infinite amounts of cooling practically over a laptop. They, they're always clocking the hell out of these things, so. I I got I gotta say I'm I'm impressed by the I mean we don't talk about you know ultrabooks too much, but six uh, four, quad core in a laptop this thin yeah fifteen watt part I'm that really, is a quantum breakthrough that I'm is really a quantum excited breakthrough. to see how that that goes because I mean the clock speeds they gave us so they gave us uh four they announced four parts there's two i fives and two i sevens if I remember right and it basically the base clock speeds like all have like one step each so it starts at 1.6 goes all the way up to 1.9 um and i think but the turbo boosts on those on those are pretty high compared to this gen or yeah this seventh gen kb lake not eighth gen yeah um <laughs> so and they showed us the die it's like it's actually like they squeezed quite a bit into that space i yeah the uh the core i5 can get up to 3.4 gigahertz yeah. The Core i7 gets up to 4.2 gigahertz. In a laptop? Yeah. Yeah. To what part? I gotta, I, I really hope they're not, they're not writing checks their mouths can't cash because. We'll find out. <laughs> because, I mean, that would be a huge boost. Can you imagine having an Ultrabook like this with you know, that in there? So the funny thing is, I, before, <laughs> when, you know, I knew, when we heard about it before, right, before I left, I was like, who the hell wants a, who the hell wants a quad core CPU in a laptop this thin with integrated graphics because I just sort of oh I was sort of like oh I want so like I want you know uh, powerful graphics to go with my powerful CPU sure and I was like and this is just silly because I mean these these things are basically you know oversized Chromebooks at this point but then I get to Oregon and I'm and I I have a three I had borrowed a three sixty camera from work. And this thing is like, you got to convert it. And it was like, oh, man, it took like an hour on the, the dual core Skylake I had. Sixth gen. Is that fifth? Yeah, sixth, sixth gen. gen. Not seventh gen. It was sixth gen. But yeah, it took like an hour. I was like, oh, man, I really, <laughs> it's like, oh, I really wish I had a quad core Ultrabook now. Yeah. So 
I mean, there's that. Plus, if, I mean, this one has Thunderbolt 3 in it already, doesn't it? This one does, yes, yes. Yeah, so I mean, you can just hook it up to a cabinet, and at that point you get a little bit more out of your gaming performance at that point right. with the quad-core. So I'm actually really interested to see what happens with the H-Line. So the stuff that's going to go into the gaming laptops, like the big, beefy Yeah, ones. 35, 45 watts. There's, yeah. there's the no way those parts. are going to be just quads. I can't imagine there would be. So I'm guessing those are going to be six, but they didn't say anything about that. It seems to me that, I mean, at this point, I mean, as far as the laptop conversation goes, it's like, yeah, you don't want to buy anything at this point. No. You're just like, don't buy anything no. unless you just, you know. <laughs> you got to wait till the end of the year just to see what's out there before deciding what to buy. Unless you're really desperate. It's, yeah, to it's really have. a whole new world. I, but I, I'm just afraid, like, I, 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 I want to see, like, God, I just can't imagine getting a 15 watt quad core in a laptop this size. It just seems like. We're going to see how it does. I mean, I, what it's I'm gonna, wor- worried about or wondering about is the thermals. Like, it's so it's constrained gonna in there. It's going to hit 4.2 for like half a second right? before well, it starts open. you know, a lot of laptops, <laughs> the turbos, they you'll, you'll go in next to you. It'll tell you how long. It's measured in milliseconds a lot of times. Like, <laughs> yeah, top top bin speed is like, yeah, 30 milliseconds. And then, you know, we come off of that because we don't want to melt a hole in your laptop. Right. So. But, so it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, I mean, but I, this is like coffee. And yeah, for laptops, it's just like, and I I got to say, I, I think it tells like, you know what, whatever, Threadripper, all your cores, we don't care. You know, no one buys those things. It's about the laptops. You threaten the laptop and that's just like pulling that bone from the angry dog. It's, <laughs> so like, I sort of think like, oh, you know, four cores and something. That, I mean, you are, I, is, is, you know, is Raven Ridge AMD's. You know, APU, quad core, you know, Ryzen really going to get into a laptop this thin? I don't know what the power is going to be, but. That's kind of what I'm wondering. Like, this is their kind of, they're they're losing ground on the desktop side a little bit. So they're trying to retrench where they really have a strong foothold right now. Yeah. And we're 70% of what people buy today are laptops. So, so. that, that is the, they don't want to give up any room there. So this, these, this laptop. And then of course, you know, Coffee Lake. Um, for maybe desktop. Coffee Lake, whatever. Yeah, I don't. Isn't it Coffee Lake? What do we I call mean, it? I think it is Coffee Lake. We just don't know I what it is. Six you know, in core terms of actual we, chips. We're gonna go off the leaks, and you know what I like is I, I looked this up. It's like on Wikipedia, right? So it's like eighty seven hundred K. If this is right, it's Wikipedia. But of course, somebody could have edited this right now as we're talking. So, but it's uh, there's three parts, right? So. Two six two six cores and the core i three quad core. Do we even talk about that? Quad core core i three. I mean that's no HT though. Oh yeah, it's but just I like mean, Ryzen. It's just still like a heck of a lot more than what you were getting before. I mean core i three is just a dual core before. I wonder how much so, it's going to go for it though. That's make it a lot more competitive with Ryzen three. There's no there's no prices. Yeah, and so they have look, integrated graphics. Intel has integrated graphics in yes. its chips as well. So yeah. that puts that gives them an edge right there. Yeah, they want to defend that low end, and then as well as laptops. But eighty seven hundred K, if it's priced right, it's going to give Ryzen a hard time, right? I mean, that's I think so. Yeah. That thing's going to have fifty percent more threads and cores than it the seventy seven hundred K does. Man, that's crazy. Both laptop and desktop <laughs> just seems like it's a good time to hold off before doing anything if you can wait. Yeah, I got it. Well, unless you're going big. If you're going big, if you're doing, you know, a Threadripper or Skylake X, that's because nothing's going to change there. Right. But definitely in that kind of like, you know, normal consumer small space, socket you know? space. 
Yeah. The crazy thing is, I don't know, this is Wikipedia, so we don't know how verifiable this is, but there is a KB Lake refresh Z370 first gen chipset. What? Yeah. Uh, it has, they're saying Thunderbolt 3 with Alpine Ridge controller, uh, USB 3.1 Gen 1, which is just USB 3. Come on. Uh, and then some next gen Optane. And then they say, oh, yeah, Cannon Lake. Actually, I do. I have been told that, yes, there will be another chipset beyond 370. I think uh, I was told this is this is a reliable source. that is, I think it's 390 or something like that. This is going to be the chipset for Cannon Lake. So... <laughs> just love Brad's expression right now. So if you buy your... Well, how interesting. Yeah, so... Yeah, huh. Okay. They're calling this this is Wikipedia. They're calling it KB Lake Refresh. Although I that's I, what that's what they're called. That's what Intel called these ones. KB Lake R, right? Is the short. Yeah. Well, short we are talking to one of the partners uh, at a pre-brief, which all uh, information still under embargo. But the, they the kept, they they were just saying they're calling it KB Lake R. And so for a moment, I thought that was the official name until I talked to Intel. They're like, no, it's just KB Lake Refresh. Okay. Yeah, because there so. there was an R lineup for Haswell. And right. Broadwell, where they and were I thought like, they actually were saying these are our the well like, large, large chips, cast versions. and they're like, yeah. no, 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 these are these are KB Lake refresh I, U chips, and I'm like, oh, that's clearer. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, you guys made this nice and easy to tell apart. Thank you. I have a feeling that they're doing this because 10 millimeters not coming as fast as they want. So they have to refresh it with all this now to have new parts out for the holidays. These KB Lake R parts, let them get more core laptops out now. Coffee Lake, they'll be coming. You know, Coffee Lake is in the desktop. And then I wouldn't be surprised if next spring Canon Lake 10 millimeter comes out and they'll be laptop only. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, it's interesting. So, you know, they're saying, they're, you know, that new chipset, they're saying it's uh, a new version, a new uh, Thunderbolt 3 controller. Well, display one point four sport, but I I I'm confused as hell. So I so Cannon Lake is <laughs> we're, we're, we're the experts. <laughs> so so like when you tell somebody, just tell them to go out and get the eighth gen part. But no, so you tell no, us like no, you can't get, do that anymore. Look, let me tell you what you buy. You go out and you buy your eighth gen part. You get the second generation eighth gen part. Okay, <laughs> eighth gen second gen. That's what you want. What? Yeah, eighth gen second gen with the little superset two in the corner. Eighth squared. Gosh, can you imagine trying to like walk somebody through this? Where, like in the spring, say that everything launches what we think it's going to launch. So it comes spring, and you're like, okay, now I want you to go out and get this motherboard, but get the second generation of this, but it's eighth <laughs> generation for the the CPU. Like your friend's going to look at you like you're crazy. I think the laptops will be even more confusing because like when Canon Lake or whatever first comes out, I'm assuming it's going to come out in laptops. So yeah. you'll have these new eighth gen laptops with Canon Lake. But there's still going to be 8th gen laptops with KB Lake refresh <laughs> at the same time. And it's it's going to be a mess. We can't do that anymore. Well, we can't just say 8th gen is a shortcut for, you know, this is the most current thing you can get. We're going to have to get into the weeds and use, like, the code names for things. Well, They're getting is... pretty wild now that TikTok's dead, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? This is what you get from competition, right? So I think I mean, as much as everybody's complaining, this is a good thing. It is a good thing parts. for consumers. I mean, hell, you're getting a six core, you're getting a quad core laptop, you're getting a six core and your small socket desktop, you know, and 
the rumors are, you know, it'll probably just, I, I think it'll just slot in right at the 7,700. I think it'll be 300 bucks for that six core. There were pricing leaks and some of them were the same, but the high end ones were 20 or 30 bucks more. But those are leaked rumors. Yeah. So 20, 30 bucks is not. Yeah. And that's in that space. 20 or 30 bucks isn't as big of a deal. Yeah, we're not talking $1,723, right? So that's It would be a bigger deal, though, if they raised the price on the Core i3 part, making it a four-core. I think that would actually make a difference. I don't think they, they've got to keep it low, too. Cause I they, mean, I think so, but I'm just saying that speaking of that $20 or $30 difference, I don't think it's going to make as much of a difference if it's that K part that we're talking about. Oh, yep. I just, yeah, okay. We're, we'll just have to wait and find out, right? Because who knows? I think Intel is keeping everybody guessing, including people who are making these things. <laughs> Even inside Intel, they don't know what's happening. It's compartmentalized. So, How's Any it, questions, Dan? Yeah, any questions? Um, so it sounds like Wikipedia answered it as far as if Thunderbolt 3 will be included in the chipset. Yeah, um, I guess 370 is supposed to have Alpine Ridge, but that's a discrete controller. And I think it sounds like also... Um, the 390, if, if the if what I understand is what it's going to be called, will have just a newer controller. But these are discrete; they're not integrated into the package, so they're still discrete parts. It's a separate chip; it takes a little bit of power. Um, both of them should have it integrated. But I'm interested in what this next gen Optane memory support that they're gonna that they're claiming to have. So I, I don't know what that would be. They're all 1151 parts. That's what I. That's what I. <laughs> 1151 Gen One or 1151 Gen Two or 1151 Gen Three. <sighs> and then yeah. there is one more question um, about the TDP on the desktop. Did, did you talk about that? Uh, no, there's nothing official. I don't think. I don't think so. I don't think that we saw anything on the packaging. Did we? Nope. And the the leaks are you know sixty five ninety five kind of like that pretty standard so, probably yeah. yeah which is not bad considering it's six core part but we'll see what it holds right so huh yeah single core they're showing still a turbo four seven dual four six and I, I gotta say I I can't believe this is right they're like these a lot of this information that's out there it changes like Skylake X that stuff was changing like like minutes you'd check your mail and 10 minutes later it's changed so yeah but some of the rumors did end up coming all together right because we had those because there was some I don't stuff know. that all got woven together in this really weird way where we have a now we have a was it core i5 sky kb like x part yeah i mean those yeah that all got definitely the rumors were not right and but it, they were right and yet not right <laughs> And there's things we still don't, we still don't even know. There's still no, uh, there's no, um, V-Rock. It's been so long. I forgot what it was. V-Rock, Intel (laughs) V-Rock, the virtual radon chip. That's just like, still like, they don't know. No pricing yet on that still? I think Intel may just say, we're just not going to offer. You guys have all complained. Thank you, Gordon. Thank you, Linus. (laughs) Thank you for all your complaining. We're not going to do it now. It's your fault. Oh no, but we want it. We just don't want to pay for it. That's going to be the second Can't part. have something for nothing. You'd be like, okay, we're not going to have it. Everybody, well, obviously everybody didn't want it, so we're not going to offer it to people like, it's your fault. No, no. We don't want to pay for it. It's different than not wanting it. Yeah, but now I'd be like, I just kind of think it'd be awesome to have RAID running off the CPUs PCIe. That'd be pretty awesome. Instead of going through that, you know, crappy Southbridge version. This is like, so please give us something. 
Maybe don't. not. Okay, we'll pay for some of it. We'll pay for some of it. We're going to like this negotiate. All right. We don't want to pay for the whatever 12 PCIe. We'll pay for four. Okay. We'll give you four. Mm-hmm. 50 bucks, four 50. PCIe devices. I'm happy. Right. Oh, raid zero, raid high. one, 50 bucks. That's what I'd pay for it. I don't know if it's right? too high. Yeah, I'm curious to see what these core chips do. I wonder if there's a six core extreme edition next time. Oh, you mean in this socket? Yeah, because now there's going to be six core Core i5s. So, oh man, everything's so messed up. Yeah, you know, gotta say, a six core 8700K with, you know, that's probably going to beat up a Skylake X part pretty good. And then, I, yeah, the other question is, do they offer it in Skylake X? Do they go like, hey, we did a we did a quad version. You all complained about it. Here's the same part. You know, but they're we, already done with Skylake X. They're not going to go back and well, not Skylake X, but I mean, you know, twenty sixty six RX RX. So they could do a KB Lake RX. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, so messy, so messy. This is just nothing but confusion. Morning, because I'm still We're like, I still don't it. understand the Radeon pack and the prices. Now we don't <laughs> understand what's eighth gen. We don't understand what they're going to. I just. Whew. What's the sweet spot for gamers? Sweet spot for gamers probably gonna be eighty six hundred k. Or you know probably if if the price is right two hundred fifty six core no HT though that kind of sucks. But you're gonna eh, get not for gaming. Not for gaming. Yeah, I mean I, definitely not for gaming. And it's you know I would take a six core. That's pretty good for gamers. At, for, sorry for gamers right now. If you get a six core, if you don't yeah. care about the hyper threading, that is a damn good deal. Yeah, seventy seven hundred K. We're getting a lot more cores, but I still think that Core i five slash Ryzen five is the sweet spot for gamers. It is, but I mean, mm-hmm. I'm looking at if you're going to get this new eighty six hundred K. Although, yeah, I mean, it's reasonable. If assuming this is right, it is a it is greater than four clocks, and yeah, that's for a gamer. That's probably if the price is right. That and Ryzen five is the way to go. Ryzen five, um. Probably you're going to get more performance out of a multi-threaded task, but uh, Coffee Lake will probably beat up beat it up in gaming and also single-threaded tasks, right? So that same parity exists, but you're still getting mm-hmm. 12 threads out of Ryzen 5, so so it'll be faster in Cinebench and 3D. So it's poor poor person's you know 3D rendering chip. So right now, like if you're looking to buy a, a chip today, I would say 7700K is still hands down the best gaming chip you can buy, as long as you're not multitasking or whatnot. But for the sweet spot, I've always said Core i5, but I think Ryzen 5 takes it over today if you're buying one today. Yeah, you know I, my problem though with uh, with that, and I think it's an awesome CPU if you want to just think here and now, and you've been abandoned because 7700K and Z270 just got pushed into the life raft. <laughs> And pushed away from the ship. Trust me, man. I have a motherboard right here with one sitting in it for a build I was going to no, do. No, it's an awesome, it's an <laughs> awesome CPU. But just realize you will never, ever, ever see anything else again. Probably um, unless they somehow support the new six cores. That may or may not happen. But a Ryzen five, at least you got a Zen two to look at. You know, maybe even Zen three depends on how far it goes. So you get that at least. I just, there's nothing like, you don't want to be that one in that life raft. You're like, oh, and Intel's pretty good at putting you in that life raft and pushing you away from the ship. Not as good as Apple though. They're really awesome. It's like you get on board this ship and then you go to the other side, you go down the gangplank into the life raft. Like, yeah, I just got it. 
And that's not even like a normal ship. That's like a spaceship. Yeah. Yeah. You're just like, okay, you're gone. <laughs> that thing is I just got atmosphere. here. I just got this. How could it be obsolete? Yeah. We've intentionally obsoleted you. So, but yeah, yeah. see, that'd be my, I, I just hate not, not having upgrade options. So 7,700 K will probably be the top fastest CPU we'll ever get in a Z270 board at this point. So, which just sucks. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. sucks. Well, it's fast. It doesn't suck at all. Yeah, but if you <laughs> look into the pinnacle of it's the fastest gaming processor it ever released. It sucks if you know it's coming around the corner. Yeah, that's the bad part. Mm-hmm. Like that's if you, if you keep an eye out part. to the future, it, it's not like incremental stuff where you're like, okay, well, I knew I had to you know, stake my claim in the ground somewhere. It's, ooh, I really went too soon. Like, yeah. It's like one of those moments. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah, I think- if... I think the eight threads make it digestible enough. The fact that it's the fastest one around and it has eight threads. The Core i5s are looking kind of iffy at this point. Yeah, I, I would really know. recommend Core i5s. Definitely not. Unless you're getting awesome prices on these. And as far as I know, they're not really awesome hey, yet. So I, I am really looking forward to what my Black Friday cheapest PC you can build uh, article is going to look like this year because I have a, I'm hoping at least. I'm hoping that there is going to be some good freaking sales out there where I'm not having to stick everyone on FX parts like I did last year. No, no, definitely. <laughs> I, yeah, definitely Ryzen. And I, yeah, I wonder if they'll have fire sales in some of these older parts. They That's rarely do. They rarely do. Intel can really manage its supply chain. So, although I did hear rumors that there were a lot of extra piled up inventories of things. So. But that was before they had competition. Yeah, that's true. Maybe they have the competition this year. Well, y'all, you know, the price, they have to price these new parts right. I mean, it's just like Skylake X, which is probably going to be every bit faster, as fast or faster, depending on core count than Third River, but not at the price it's going to be offered at. So, which brings us to the next topic. See, like, it's like clever segue. Danny, you still awake over there? Yep. Dan is still awake. We're going to move on to our thread. We're still live. This is the part where we push our uh, live build we're going to be doing tomorrow at 10 I think it's 10 a.m. Pacific. Boy, I got to get here earlier then for that. Okay, so tomorrow at, at 10 a.m. Pacific, we will be building a Threadripper. Brad's idea, our first build, it'll be a 1920 by 1080 machine. The My absolute... crappy joke is made flesh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just... It's, so it is basically, we're going to be building a 12-core uh, Ryzen Threadripper machine, 1920X, with a uh, GeForce GTX 1080 Ti. So 1920 by 1080. We'll be doing it live. Come here, bring your, get a beer. We're probably going to have some beer where we build it at 10 o'clock in the morning because then we can justify having beer at 10 o'clock in the morning. And we'll be building it live and we're going to see if it works, hopefully. So, and it'll be fun. We're going to do, we're going to give you different opinions on, you know, how we're going to build. Everybody's, there is no right way. There is no wrong way. There's a way that you build it. So I have a certain way that I build systems. We're going to do it. Everybody can criticize it. Brad and Lana can yell at me. YouTube, Facebook, he can say, that's all wrong. You're doing it wrong. Oh, poor Brad. He can't actually even physically stop you from doing things. Yeah, but he can still scream. (laughs) He's just going to be like, ah, stop. How's he going to look at the feed? I guess It's when he puts that 350-watt no-name power supply in there that I'm going to (laughs) cringe. I put a, you know, for this, yeah, I would. You know, if I'm doing a budget build, I'm going to do that. I will. That power supply is always going to go out the door for us. Overboard into the Apple lifeboat. Not when you can get one for ten bucks after rebate. No, it's free. You get it free with the case. Ten dollars is more expensive than free. <laughs> so we, we're going to do a budget build. So I, we're gonna, this is our first build live build. We're going to be doing other builds. We're going to do uh, more live builds. 
I think there's like a raspberry pie build at some point, yeah. which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Which is that? I don't know. It's not on the schedule, but it sounds like we'll be doing an uh, eighth gen build at some point. Yes. Well, coffee leg build. <laughs> yeah. Eighth gen. Is it eighth gen? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we're going to be doing that um, tomorrow at 10 o'clock. Dan, you got any questions we need to clear off? I think we're right at an hour. Look at this. Holy smokes. There was one question for Elena regarding the Xbox build and the 480. Uh, I can't remember what the question was. but <laughs> you don't know what the question was? <laughs> it, it regarded those two things. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, we actually will be doing a build for the Xbox One X closer to the actual launch of the console. So it'll be really interesting to see what parts we're going to be able to put into it at that point, given the scarcity <laughs> of certain things. It'll be, in um, theory, a theoretical build. But uh, since Dan doesn't know what your question is, go ahead and hit me up on Twitter. I'm at Morphing Ball, and I'll see if I can answer your question there directly. I wonder... Speak, speaking of Twitter, I got a comment here from our friend Sai, who frequently watches the show. He was commenting on the part about... We, we were asking how what the reaction is online to the Vega parts. Sai, uh, for people who don't know, he's actually the face of the Radeon Rebels ad campaign. Like the ad campaign that A&D put out, the dude in the middle, that size face. Uh, his response to Vega is anger and disappointment. Oh. So just the sigh. <sighs> yeah. Nice pun. Well done. No, I just like, well you done. could just see like, oh, it happens. It happens. We've all seen launches. If you watch this enough, you've seen launches that just sometimes they're just kind of like, what? Sometimes they're just, you're not good launches. But I mean, I, and the thing is, it's I okay. maybe it's okay. I got to wonder that. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's just ex- uh-huh. managing expectations because that's the uh, issue. It's a more. solid part. 56 is solid. 64 sounds like, yeah, it's slightly. Well, to me, like, again, I, I don't know. I don't care about power, whatever. It's like, <laughs> you know, I'm not paying. I'm not playing games 24 hours a day. I don't care. 60 watts more for me. But and I don't. I don't, you know, I buy beefy power supplies in my system, so that's not a problem. But the noise is an issue. I'm, I think back to 290X, but, you know. You gave me my space heater? You still have a 290X? You should sell that thing for like $9,000 to miners. So, but, yeah. 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 Anger and disappointment. Anger is is management. I think people expected more. It was the hype, hype management. They got people too hyped for it, I think. Yeah, they did. Yeah, and I've 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 spent I've watched a lot of launches. You really got to manage. You really got to manage it. You got to that. You got to hit the hype has to manage to match the part. And the, if the hype gets out of control, the the backlash is ugly. So I don't often mention in my reviews marketing crap because who cares what matters if the part's good or not. But I had to mention poor Volta because I think it comes from that. You know what it was at nine months ago at this point they were taking shots at. NVIDIA's next gen, which is obviously in retrospect unreasonable. Right. And people have just, hey, AMD said poor Volta. So, I mean, that means it's going to be definitely better than what NVIDIA has out now. And it's backfired. Turn out to be the case. Unless it is just the compute monster. I mean, that's kind of like, you know, for a problem from AMD's point of view, it's like, yeah, okay, well, whatever. We've sold every single card for the next two years and. We're going to be selling yep. them for, to compute, making a bag loads of money too, and that will fund Navi, right? So we'll see. Mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely hype management's a problem. So, any other questions? 
Um, no other questions, but just to have everyone with their PC build questions, um, get them ready. Tweet at you guys. Yeah. 10 a.m. tomorrow. Bring your beer. Watch us build in real time. So it was fun. And, 10 a.m. Uh, for you guys is 1 p.m. for me, so I can bring beer. Right. 10, 10 a.m. Right. It's just a lunchtime thing for you. It's 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. somewhere. 10 a.m. Pacific <laughs> Standard. No, Pacific Daylight Time. You know what? It'll be 6 p.m. in the UK. So you know what? We're just getting started early with our pub going. Yeah. <laughs> All right. If that's it, I'm going to look at almost on time. See, that's that's everybody just relaxed from their vacationing, except for Brad, who's sick. <laughs> Poor Brad. Where's the where's the outro here? Where's the, the my notes? Oh, here we go. So I'm going to take us out. Check back in two weeks for your fix of PC talk on the full nerd. For audio listeners, subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review. Every time you do, a CPU gets put in a socket. Google Play, also check us out on Google Play or Stitcher. Send questions and comments to thefullnerd at pcworld.com. I do read them. We will read them on the air, if this is called the air. Thanks for coming. I'm Gordon Ung with Brad Charkas. Adios. Elaine Yee. Bye, everyone. And Dan will take us out. (laughs)